just a boy from Kansas out to save the world from chronic diseases. And I truly mean that. Nobody is in control of your health but you. I can't heal you. Your doctor can't heal you. You have to heal you. And it's all about having the education empowerment to know what you need to be changing within yourself, within your life, to set your soul free and accomplish that best life that we all like to talk about. And I truly believe that the greatest medicine of all is to teach people how not to need it. I'm Brendan Vermeyer, the original Holistic Savage. Welcome to the Holistic Savage Podcast. That is wanting to maybe start keto because they hear about all the rage and they're like, is this for me? Yes. Great setup. <laughs> well, there's no cookie cutter approach to our health and keto is the same thing. And as you just yeah. said, it's a tool in the toolbox. I believe it's a very powerful tool that could get amazing results if you do it the right way. And I'll share some tips with you shortly. Also, it could hurt you if you don't know what you're doing. Same thing as a chainsaw. Chainsaw, powerful tool. If you know how to use it, you'll get amazing results. Don't know how to use it. It's going to hurt you. So we got to use that tool. What's more important than the tool is the person who wields that tool. Mm -hmm. uh, so I tell people that keto, although it is trending on Dr. Google, number one search term, what is the keto diet? Will yield you 180 million results plus crazy, number one search term. It's not necessarily a diet. Keto is a metabolic process that's been around since the dawn of humankind. Now, it's a survival mechanism that might sound a little extreme when somebody hears survival mechanism, but the body, all it wants to do is survive. Mm -hmm. And it's so sophisticated that when you force this adaptation through a healthy keto lifestyle, the good cells we have in our body, they'll get stronger, right? Mm -hmm. The bad cells, when you create adaptation, they don't adapt well. The mitochondria that's damaged, it does not adapt well. So you're cleaning out house. What are some things that somebody who wants to follow keto or they just started keto to get them amazing results. Well, I don't think you should be in ketosis all the time. I teach somebody to get to use keto as a way to reset your hormones, teach yourselves to burn fat instead of sugar, mm -hmm. reverse insulin resistance if you have that. And once you accomplish that, then it's time to start flexing out of ketosis. And how long do you flex for? How long are you in ketosis? It varies on the person. And that's where the difficulty is in communicating that through our social media and our videos because it's different for every single person. So every time I share something, it's, I'm giving you general rules to follow. But the answer I'm going to give you here is I like a 80% in ketosis, 20% out of ketosis type of philosophy for most people. Mm -hmm. uh, so what are some things to consider though when you start going into keto, into a high-fat, low-carbohydrate diet? Number one, you got to make sure your liver and gallbladder are efficient. That mm -hmm. liver is pumping out healthy bile to break down that fat because mm -hmm. bile not only breaks down that fat, not only acts as a detergent to break down all the fats on keto, but it's also what's going to help remove toxins from the body. Mm -hmm. And when you lose weight on keto, guess what gets dumped into your bloodstream? Toxins. And I'm sure Laura, <laughs> Laura probably spoke about that because all these fat-soluble toxins, they get stored in our fat cells as a survival mechanism, the body is so brilliant. So when we start to lose weight on keto, our body cannot burn toxins for fuel. So mm -hmm. as we burn fat cells, those toxins get dumped into the bloodstream. And if you have sluggish bile because you have a fatty liver and that liver has been beat up all your life, then all of a sudden you cannot remove those toxins and you'll feel like crap and you cannot break down that fat 
and you'll feel like crap. And all of a sudden, you're thinking, keto doesn't work for me. Uh, I'm not getting the results I want. This diet is stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not necessarily true. It's just the approach was, was um, not the right approach. So some things you can do is gradually, if you're a pure sugar burner eating, let's say, 300, 400 grams of carbs a day, gradually start to decrease those carbohydrates while you increase healthy protein, healthy fat, and no snacking in between meals. That's kind of like the first tip right there. While you do that, have bitter-rich foods. Bitter is better. Ginger, ginger tea, dandelion greens, dandelion tea, dark chocolate, even coffee that I have here, organic, shade-grown, mold-free, the mold guy, (laughs) toxin-free coffee will help stimulate uh, uh, bile to break down that fat and then also maybe taking a digestive enzyme with ox bile to help break down that fat. That'll make a big difference. Also, you're going to lose a lot of water weight. The kidneys will release a lot of water weight and electrolytes when you transition from being a sugar burner to a fat burner. So it's important to get in high-quality sea salt every single day. In the morning, I put it in my water. I put it in my coffee. Coffee is a diuretic, by the way, so you lose more electrolytes. So throw in some sea salt, replenish the electrolytes. Those two tips right there will go a long way with feeling better and avoiding the keto flu, which is really just a carbohydrate withdrawal symptoms going on. Uh, so that's the first step, and we could take it from there. Uh, dude, that was literally, literally the uh, best intro to keto I've ever heard. And <laughs> you know, I, I, I've talked to many of people. Um, you touched on some some absolutely crucial pieces there. I'm I'm really glad you brought up the uh, the toxin release and toxin storage of fat cells and, and the bile flow. Um, because absolutely, you know, I think any kind of weight loss program needs to also be a detoxification program period, uh, because of that. And then certainly, you know, uh, these days, obviously gut health and microbiome health is, is kind of all the rage as well, uh, which is, is great. You know, I'm happy to see that because yeah, I mean, I, I think we all pretty much agree that like, okay, well, gut health is kind of ground zero for, uh, overall metabolic health. You know, we are the result of what we ingest, but then more so what we're able to, you know, digest and absorb and assimilate. Um, and so certainly, yeah, that, that bile that's going to help us emulsify those fats. Uh, but like you said, all of, all of the um, toxins that get processed in the liver get dumped in the bile. And a lot of Americans, a lot of people uh, have biliary stasis or you know, um, I was just doing recordings for my course yesterday and, you know, getting into the methylation modules. And so then it's like, oh, well, you have, you know, 50 percent of the population has, uh, you know, uh, deficient methylation. Uh, they don't have enough phosphatidylcholine to make that bile viscous, which a hey, methylation is a phase two detox pathway itself. So.